Welcome to Breaking Brains and Building Hearts. Chris and Brett, thank you for joining me. This is James. Uh, we are here to have a great uh, conversation today. And I'm excited about the topic uh, that we've chosen to talk about today, relating into a vision. And Chris, I can't think of a more powerful way to think about what teams do day in and day out, especially dynamic teams, um, as they find ways to achieve that elusive objective, whatever that objective might be, um, uh, you know, that dynamic way that teams interrelate to make things happen that and get places they've never been before. Yeah. I, you know, I've, I've been thinking about this a ton since our last meeting a week ago. Um, and, and there's so many ways to think about it. Uh, I think early on in your, in your career and leadership, you're just like, this is the thing I'm going to go do. Now I got to go find people to help me, which is great. That's a part of an expression in a stage that is, that is healthy. Um, and then as you progress in advance, and if you're working on that thing that you care about, as we are, then you meet people and you're like, I don't know what it's going to look like exactly, but I want you to be there with me. I want you to be a part of it. So it's kind of two different phrases. We're going to do this together. Or together, <laughs> we're going to do this. Um, and, and the this then changes based on the together. Uh, I think about this in Eastern and Western traditions in marriage. You know, Eastern traditions where they're actually... Um, the, the spouses picked for them tend to have a longer, healthier relationship based on studies. Why? Because they're committed to each other and then the relationship builds into a slow burn because they are in it, but they are relating into the healthy vision. And in the West, it's all these fireworks. We got to meet each other. We got to do the very similar to like hiring. Like we got to do all the tests and figure it out and make sure. And then we commit fully to each other. And you have all this chemical romance at the beginning that the brain then actually crashes from and you have to re-relate. So you've got so many millennials that don't want to get married now because they don't, they feel like I've got to be perfectly formed for this institution rather than the institution forming you. I am changed by you guys. And that's for me the relating into a vision. And uh, yeah, man, giddy up. Well, my brain is broken. <laughs> so thank you. We've accomplished our goal already in the first five minutes. We're done. <laughs> what part of it breaks your brain the most? Just curious. Uh, just thinking about those two different ways to to approach a problem or as you know uh work or an obstacle or you know your pursuit um you know it's it's just fascinating way to think about it I, and i do love the idea of um you know hey i'm just gonna find people i really and there's something about them that i enjoy that i see is special or unique i'm not sure how it's gonna work yet but let's let's hang around there and see what happens um, and I like that. I like the, you know, we're not sure yet, but we're in the right space and let's pay attention to see where the magic happens. Um, you know, rather than necessarily like a force, like this is what it is and make it happen. Yeah. What you communicated, both options work and are effective, two different pathways. Um, 
and just being aware of which, which pathway you're on or where you're at. It's yeah. fascinating. Yeah. That, I mean, that's what's happened with both of us. Like, you know, you and I, Brett meeting in 2011 and being like, whoa, man, this guy is like diving in in a way that is something's here. This is really cool. And, oh, he's got an interest in athletics. You know, I'm thinking about how this applies there. But but that was never the limit or we would have built it different. Instead, we're doing the books together early on. And, and now we're at this iteration where it's like, you're in this zone of genius and it's so clearly complements and strengthens what is weak in me. We couldn't have seen all that then. Likewise, Jimmy, when you and I connected and I was like, something's here. This is this and, and, and circled around that for a while. Couldn't really get it zeroed in. And I think both of us now being, you know, at where we are in life, Jimmy, we can move faster than maybe like I would have with you, Brett, a decade ago. Um, but even in that, in, in attempting to move fast, then Corona hits and, and everything that we had talked about, it changed, but it still looks similar. The packaging is different. The structure's a little different, but the guts of it is similar. I don't know. Would you agree with that, Jimmy? Does that make sense? It, I think so. And I think what's making sense to me is thinking of this as a both and versus an either or. Yeah. So I'm just trying to think about the most extreme example. So in sports, we want to win a championship. In the military, we, want, we, we, we must take that hill. Right. And so especially so in sports and in the military, similar situations in that you win or lose. Right. It's a zero sum game, period. You can look at it that way. Um, and you have been trained for the task and you have a leader who's going to call the plays to get you uh, to success. So that, that's the example of together we're going to do this. We're going to take that hill. We're going to win this championship. We're going to win this game. But then when you get into the shit, into the mix, you must be able to relate to the vision, relate into the vision. You must be able to say together, um, we're going to do this, meaning- Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. The first example getting, was, we're going to do this together. The second right. example you're using is together, we're, we're, we're going to do, do this because it's adaptive. Because adaptive, I have to be, thanks, Brett. <laughs> Thank you for helping me out, Chris. Yeah, it's adaptive. We have to be uh, be able to be innovative and solve problems in a dynamic environment, which is why we talk about building agile teams, right? Agile teams have teams of generalists as well as specialists, and those generalists um, exist um, in all four quadrants of um, operational capability so that we have a organization that can get through anything. I love that way of framing it, man, because some, I think there's a word of caution here because people could listen to this. And if your gut intuition is driven by the ego or the insecure identity, and you want to see your personality matched, if you can't really accept the things that you're not great at or passionate about, if you can't let others show up in the brilliance of their strengths, you know, your your together, we're going to do this is going to be off and you're going to be safer just approaching things as, uh, you know, here's the goal. And, and, and I love the concrete examples of sports and military because we do want to win, 
So yeah, I'm jamming with that both end. Here's the question that this brings to mind. Jimmy, would you, if it was normal in our tradition of society uh, and your daughter came to you and said, I want you to pick my husband. <laughs> well, I have a, it's a great, it's a great question. And thanks for putting me on the spot. But um, when you gave that example, brother, I immediately started thinking about whether I could do that or not. And whether or not your, whether you're not your ex explanation of why it's successful is true in my mind. And I think part of the reason it's successful is that the social norms, if you break an arranged marriage, right, there are all kinds of consequences. Um, mm -hmm. You know, especially in like in the Greek tradition, which is one I'm most familiar with, you know, women who didn't have husbands were often outcasts. You know, you could be, if a woman, there's no such thing as divorce back in the old days, right? So, and women were stoned, you know, for behavior that today is just considered to be normal. So I think social norms also reinforce the fact that, hey, we have to get along because <laughs> there is no, the, the alternative is so um, horrible. We don't want to experience, neither of us want to experience it and neither of us want to bring shame to our families. Fascinating. Yeah, that's, man, that's an enlightened take. That, the, the pressure that's in that. I've, th I've thought about it a little bit, just like, I, that's such a, a huge amount of responsibility to carry <laughs> that on one end, it's like you, you, you see from a completely different vantage point than they do. But on the other end, like, yeah, it's, I can see how society has vacillated between these extremes because that's what society always does, right? It, so society has a hard time in its institutional shapings standing in the electric energy of two opposites. They just swing yeah. between them. Yeah. And uh, that's a really, really enlightened take, which you think about how all this applies to team building and leadership and organization building and the vacillation that occurs there. Um, Brett, what have you seen? I'm just curious with like athletic organizations where it's all about this very fixed, tangible goal. I mean, I'm curious if you know, like some of these championship teams that make a long run together, a lot of the coaching staff stays the same. Yeah. Consistency is, is the, is a key ingredient for sure. And I guess paired with talent, you know, talent can trump a lot, um, but that's what we're seeing is you know, the consistency. I think uh, I just heard a stat today. So the Utah Jazz are like number one seed in the league right now at the All-Star break. And like 91% of minutes played by their play are played by players who were on the team last year. Mm. And the league average is like 60%. Wow. And it's everyone's like, why are the Utah Jazz so good this year? Well, there's a lot of factors, but that's a huge piece of it, of having that consistency of people are are together and, and know each other. Um, now, I think you know they do build that with the idea of, hey, we're going to go this direction. This is how we want to play. This is what we want to do. Um, you know, and build talent around that. Um, but I heard another another good one. Uh, Stan Van Gundy said. Um, your system is your philosophy plus your talent. And so, you know, I think it's a mix there of like, okay, we have a goal. This is what we want to accomplish. And now it's like the kind of people we want to be around and to be a part of that. 
and let's get that good group together and then we'll build a system that works and makes it makes it function and, and be successful um but yeah it goes hand in hand the, and i like you yours you think you can build the system right. after you get the philosophy and talent together or uh you build the system and that philosophy and talent uh you know, match it in its vibe and in its approach. I mean, I think about that with the the certified coaches for sight shift. Yeah. Well, I think you have the, I think you have the philosophy probably first and then you assess the talent you have and that's going to determine the system that you have from a sports perspective, trying to translate it in my head to what we're doing with sight shift and maybe business perspective, but you know, now, I'll talk out both sides of my mouth here because at a college level, you know, a coach has his philosophy and his system, and then he just recruits talent to the system, right? To make the system work. Um, so, yeah, both end, I guess. Fascinating. What are you thinking, Jimmy? Because I can yeah. tell you're. Yeah, I mean, it's it's you know when you're in the business environment, you know, you have a goal, you uh, you you create a strategy, you build a structure for your team. And you define the roles on that team, and then you hire to those roles. So the talent follows the philosophy. The talent follows the structure. The talent follows the goal. Because ultimately, you want to you want to create and you want to create an easier path to success, not a harder path to success. So um, uh, it's much easier to bring people in that are a natural fit uh, for the role you have in mind. And then, of course, you're investing in developing those folks, just like I think what, a, what an NBA team does. They bring in, they know what roles they want to fill. They know what gaps are going to get them to get them over the hump. They, they draft for that talent, but it's also, but they also train and develop that talent. And so when you guys talk about consistency, I think about consistency in terms of having the same people on the team, but consistency in terms of the discipline that I, I learn and I execute day in, day out. Consistency in practice, consistency in play calling, consistency in decision making, consistency in action taking. And it's that entire, and I think that's probably what happens when you have a team that stays together for a long time. Um, it's easier to create that consistency because those decisions and actions become more rote. Situations are more familiar. I know how folks are going to react. I can pass the ball behind my back because we've practiced it a thousand times. I can shoot from the logo because I've done it a thousand times. What's yeah, the logo gonna... mean? <laughs> <laughs> we're kind of going full circle here. Do you, do you really want to know, Chris? I know you yeah, don't I, know. But do you want to know? I do want to know. And then I want to hear what you think about full circle. And then I got to tell you something popping in my brain. Oh, man. <laughs> There's a logo on the court where they do a little advertisement. Oh, from the logo. I thought it meant L-O-W-G-O, like a term oh, like you're shooting from the hip. Like shooting from the hip, shooting from the logo, not logo. <laughs> Outstanding. My, my bold prediction of 2021 is that does not get into sports lexicon. <laughs> logo. Uh, well, full circle, Jimmy, because you're talking about you know, the organization builds a structure and system and then brings in, puts in the pieces and the talent uh, that, that 
you know, fit what you're trying to accomplish. You know, but where we talked about from the beginning was, and what you said, Jimmy, is that's an easier way to, to go about that process. And maybe the other option together, we're going to do this is like, it's a harder, it takes a little longer. Maybe there's more magic there. Maybe it's longer lasting. Maybe it's more powerful. Just a little bit more of a struggle phase to get there. Um, but the, you know, the, the two options to approach it. Yep. And I, I would say like for the three of us, I mean, I'll speak for myself. I know how hard it, it is to find people you connect with and that you trust and you care about and who care about you and trust you. Those are rare relationships. So when you find them, it's not, you don't disband that, that, that group um, because the goal changes, right? You, you keep the group and you say, hey, whatever comes, let's go. Like, how big can we get? What goal can we achieve? And so that's back to Chris's original introduction, right? It's about the together, we'll get there. Um, what business, you know, what drives business, you know, the most successful businesses <laughs> do it the other way around, you know, we'll get there together because the there drives it. It's the quarterly reports. It's paying back our investors. It's hitting those numbers, hitting those growth goals. What kind of team can I build to get that done? Um, the riskiest businesses on the planet are the ones that start with, you know, that team, <laughs> And only after that team decides what the goal is and if they can vet it, then they become investable, then they become real, then they become something amazing. I think to Chris's point, if you, if you, if you ask me to choose which one of those I would prefer, it's the together we'll get there. Because to me, um, that gives us the chance to fully express ourselves and reach into our potential. I think a lot of folks are different. A lot of folks say, give me the goal. And by virtue of that stretch goal, I will find my potential. So I think it's different for everybody. And I respect both approaches, but that's, what, that's how I would answer that. Yeah. I think for me, and this what came up, and it fits exactly with what both of you are saying, the ideal most fun environment is when you're not wasting a ton of time on elementary stuff. Like you said, Jimmy, you can do the behind the back pass and they know you get the inside jokes. You get the ways that you can like look at each other and communicate a ton. That is the beautiful thing that I think when you, when you have it super rigid at the beginning, you keep that from flourishing. Uh, you have to you have to get this baseline there and then build on top of that in most instances i've found you know i think what we've experienced this last year coming together and 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 you know having these moments and 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 brett you know months ago and being like i don't even know about this anyway you know and then it like gets to this breakthrough new chapter and it opens up and becomes exciting that happens because you are not rigidly tied to that structure. I mean, I know there's an argument to be made about whether Twitter is beneficial for society or not, but you think about like the massive pivot. It wasn't Twitter when they started it, right? It was something else. Um, and so I love where we're landing with this both and, and I love the way that we're languaging it even now that like at a baseline, as you do both, 
it's built on this relationship. It stays adaptive, but you are creating this culture that is just so much fun. It's just so much fun. Um, it's effective. It's got to be effective or, or it's not fun, but culturally it's fun. Yeah. Let's have a good time. Yeah. What, what's the practical takeaway people get from today, Jimmy? I'd like to hear yours too, Brett. Well, um, I think it's interesting. I, you know, there's, there's like these shoulds that exist out there, and there's these um, optimum ways of performing and optimum ways of thinking. And, uh, and as we know, um, it's all relative to the context of the situation, the individual doing the thinking. Um, I find that a lot of, I find that people that I talk to are happiest when they, when they absolutely know which one of these they, which one of these models they're going to fit into, which one of these predominant models they're going to fit into. Do, am I looking for human beings to connect to? And so that I can say that together we're going to get there. Am I looking for that, for those relationships? Like the one I have with my wife. I mean, I wanted a family. I wanted to have, uh, I want to grow and raise leaders. And I knew that I couldn't do that without the right partner. Um, with you guys, I know that I want to have an impact on the world beyond just making money. Cause I learned how to do that a long time ago. And I knew I couldn't do that without the right partners. So I know what's going to fulfill me. If I was still, if I was still operating in that old paradigm, I would be maybe not miserable, but less happy, mm. less fulfilled, less excited. So what I, would, what I would say to the group listening is figure that out for yourself. What is going to drive you, make you happiest, activate you, and then think in those terms and maybe pursue opportunities um, to operate in those terms, but don't ever think that it's going to be one way all the time, right? Because what's happened with us, three of us, the together we're going to get there has turned into, let's get there together. We've identified a goal that the three of us share, and now we're going to go after it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, if I could comment on that, Brett, and I'll let you have the last word. I think that's what's changing for us in a good, fun way are there the infrastructure, the clarity. We're at a moment where we need to define a bunch of things and decide and commit and structure, but it's built on the relationship. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, for me, it's like, it's, I'm wondering also if it's a, a bit of an evolution of kind of a person as you grow, where you might move from one to the other, um, or in and out of both, not saying one is better than the other or, or, you know, one's amateur, one's pro, but it's, it's, uh, might be an evolution of the person. Um, but as we come back to a lot is awareness of what kind of situation you're in. Uh, and then the key ingredient for both, whether we do, you know, we do this together or together, we do this, whichever path you choose is knowing yourself so well, that you know, what you bring to the table. So if it is, I'm going to do this, who do I need to help me get there? Or this is who I'm doing it together with. How do we complement each other? How do we overlap? And that will kind of um, give direction towards the what can we accomplish? Um, but both start with a, a deep understanding of 
who you are. Um, and I think Chris, you said that a little bit earlier, um, kind of getting rid of that shame and comparison and you're trying to be somebody you're not, but, but an awareness of, of you and, and your strengths and your desires and what you bring to the table, key ingredient to both of them. Mm, awesome. All this has been a veiled attempt. They can't see it in the chat box, the listeners, for Jimmy and Brett to direct this conversation to the point that my talent no longer serves the philosophy and they've just kicked me out. Uh, no, it's so much, so much fun. Thank you guys for getting together today. Great conversation. Before we go, uh, Chris, I just have to comment. It looks like you shaved. Dude, yeah, I, the scar went down enough that I could try and experiment and I had to see if I could, and, and I was able to shave it pretty close. So looks good. Albuquerque right, story is calling. Yeah, Chris is healing everybody. So it's, it's really good, really good to see. And if you missed what, if you missed earlier conversations, check out previous episodes. Right, Chris. That's it. That's All it. Right. Thanks for joining us, everybody.